listening to a 9to5.cc podcast. Hey everyone, just a quick reminder that if you're going to be making any purchases on Amazon.com, Amazon.ca, or Zazzle.com, please go to www.9to5.cc first and click the links in the sidebar or at the bottom of the page to support the site. It makes no difference to you, but it really helps us out a lot. Enjoy the show. Thanks. We're back with episode two of 95 Ghost Fantasia 2015 edition. I'm back with John, who's the only one of us seeing movies right now. I mean, Not so, true. Sophie, I said the only one of us. Yep. Sophie is also seeing some movies this year, and hopefully she'll pop up on the podcast. Yep. Today we are talking about two more movies, An Um Ideal and Bridgend. Yes. Which one do you want to talk about first, John? Let's talk about Un Um Ideal. Okay. So, I'm um, ready. Sorry? I'm ready. You're ready. Yeah. It is a French-France thriller. Okay. About a young man who mm-hmm. is a struggling uh, author. Okay. Fails utterly to be successful. Mm-hmm. While working a shitty dead-end job, he's like cleaning out um, dead old people's homes. He's cleaning out... <laughs> dead-end job. Hey-o. Um, <laughs> he comes across the manuscript that is left behind by one of the... Like a dead person whose home that he is cleaning. Mm-hmm. He cleans up the manuscript, publishes it as his own work. And as then, you do. As you do. And um, becomes immediately successful. And then the rest of the film is him trying to deal with the spiraling ca- catastrophe that he has like gotten himself into by okay. publishing out someone else's work. Okay. So it is a um, uh, like now it is a thriller. Absolutely. There's nothing supernatural involved with this whatsoever. It hinges very heavily on the performances of the key actors who okay. are going through this like emotional downward spiral. This is like fake life falls apart. Mm-hmm. Um, and in that regard is very successful. Okay. This, this was like fun to watch. It was like intense. Uh, it was intense. The performances were very good. The like the situation that he got into definitely did get like it, it, it like ramps up in terms of like how bad his like lies compound and fall back in on each other mm-hmm. and how other people like start to unravel what's going on and then what happens. It definitely goes to a place that's like a little bit over the top at the end, but that's that's no, like France. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say it's a thriller, but no, it's France work. The, um, yeah, so like it goes a little over the top, but you know, I'm kind of okay with that. I, I, I was actually kind of expecting that there might be a supernatural element at one point because yeah. like part, parts of like the past from the guy whose novel that he, he released, because right. it's actually not a novel. It's, it's more of a, like, a, like a, a journal kind of, okay. and then he releases it as though I wrote this journal of a guy going through these experiences. Right. Um, but but I, like this was a this was like a super fun thriller and um it didn't I have I have like nothing bad to say about this I like totally enjoyed it it, okay. it didn't like grip me in the same like because maybe I was expecting more I was expecting some like supernatural element like I was saying or, or a or, violent or, element or something yeah or some violence that they didn't they didn't quite get to which yeah maybe that was a problem but but I think this was like totally a competent competent thriller and I would recommend it it was fun. Okay, I have a question. Yes. Um, how does it compare? Like, I'm trying to think of like other like stolen, like things. Like, what, what's the movie you'd compare it to if you could? Like something. I I don't really have much of a frame of reference. Like, I understand the story. Yeah. But I'm like, what 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 would I watch? Like, if you if I liked X, I will like this. Um, think like um classic Thomas Crown Affair. Yeah. Or, or, or um, more intense. The talented Mr. Ripley. Okay. Okay. Yeah, Think yeah, a little yeah. bit along those lines where it's like a guy who's just like faking his way through everything and mm-hmm. then things get all fucked up. Okay. So, and, and I like, does this compare super favorably to the talented Mr. Ripley? No, I don't think so. Like, these are not, 
I don't think that these are A-list actors. I mean, I may be wrong. Maybe they are A-list in France, France. but it didn't like, you know, the perform. I don't think the performances were like at that level, but okay. it, but still, like I think the talent. But the, the story make up for it or whatever. Yeah, the story certainly made up for it. And okay, cool. Yeah, exciting, exciting. Now tell me all about the film called Bridgend. Bridgend. So um, this is a dramatization mm-hmm. of true events that occur in a remote town in Wales mm-hmm. called Bridgend. Right. Uh, between 2007 and 2012, there were 79 suicides of young people in that town. Uh, apparently, there were many, many more since then. And it's not just the, like, I looked this up online afterwards to, like, see how much I'd be it like, is. is this true facts? Yeah, yeah, or are they just, like, bullshitting it up? Well, it turns out it's, like, super real. Tons and tons of people kill themselves. It's not just the city of Bridgend, which only has a population of, like, 40,000. It's, like, mm-hmm. the whole, like, county or whatever of Bridgend, okay. which um, has a population of, like, 100,000. Mm-hmm. There have been, like, over 100 suicides in the last decade or something like that. And it got to the point where they, were they like, asked the media all over the world to not report it and not talk about it because they thought that it was, like, encouraging kids to... Yeah, like, I'm from here. Kill myself. Exactly. Like, s- seriously, it's like a problem. They have no idea what to fucking do about it. And um, there could be some kind of cult involved. The movie certainly alluded that there was some like cult an Illuminati activity. Deal. Or, or, or just a bunch of kids who just, just all, like, get each other riled up on suicide. And the adults despair in not understanding it. Like, this is just a super fucking dark movie. The plot is that a, a of this dramatization anyway, which I'm, I'm not sure how much of it is real, is that a, a policeman from, like, a bigger city gets asked to come to Bridgend okay. to, like, take over operations here and just, like, figure out what the fuck is going on. Mm-hmm. And then he has a 15-year-old daughter. So, simultaneously, the, the, the father, who is a cop, is, is, like, interviewing people and trying to, like figure out what is going on in this place. The daughter is getting to know the teens who are all involved in the in the, the suicide and stuff, and she's sort of getting out to understand it, or trying to. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, it, uh, and then, like, as if this wasn't all dark enough, it gets pretty darker. And, <laughs> um, and then it stops. <laughs> like, <laughs> it gets know? darker and darker, and then it stops. Kind of, kind of like life. Kind of sounds like a Toad Road sort of situation. Uh, you know, I, I, I wanted to bring up Toad Road. Um, Toad Road was more of a documentary. Even though it was well, a dramatization, yeah. it, it was also a bit, it had a bit of the, the like handy cam feel and it had scenes that were clearly just the guys getting wasted and fucking yeah, around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that indie sense of roughness and of just trying to be real, even though it's a fictionalized yeah. whatever, mm-hmm. that, that feeling of this was, was very much present in Bridge End. So like, I'm sure that there's like 700 people who are going <laughs> to, in the whole world, who have also seen Toad Road. But Toad Road was brilliant and that haunted me for like months. Yeah, and yeah. I found held up in, a, in Future Watch. I don't know if this one will have the same longevity, but uh, it was definitely. Very- how were the how were the performances? When you say hyper indie, because I mean that was the, that was the glue that held Toad Road together. Yeah. Was the performances were like mind blowing. How like I feel that this movie, as you're describing it, I'm, yeah. I'm on board. Yeah, it sounds really fucking cool. Like yeah. in terms of like definitely at least on one watch. How are the performances? Great, great, great. The performances so, hold up. Um, there were a few points. So like the lead, the the main character is Sarah, who is the daughter. Mm-hmm. So she's, like, very much the focus of the story. She has some freakouts that, I, like, kind of annoyed me. I don't know if that's just me not really dealing with people getting all emotional very well in general or whatever. <laughs> you're like, oh, so, this bitch again. I was like, Jesus <laughs> Christ, woman, just shut the fuck up. Like, you're going you're gonna to be fine. <laughs> because just, she had emotions. Or whatever. Oh, but, um, <laughs> give you a hug. <laughs> <laughs> but um, that said, I still think her performance was very good. Okay. And uh, certainly around her, like the, the, the gang of guys that she like gets to be friends with who are like locals in Bridge End, mm-hmm. they were very, very good. Even though they were all kids, I guess 16, yeah, yeah, yeah. maybe even younger. And um, they were like 
you know, some some of them died pretty early on. Right. Surprise surprise characters died, which was cool. Yep. And um and so they they like uh, they, some, they don't always have the screen time to kind of like develop out their characters, but, but they, you know it's totally fine. Yeah, yeah. Their, I mean, their performances were very good, and the cop dad was especially good. He cool. he had this like point of being like, I, I want to let my daughter be a daughter and run around and make friends in this city, but like three of her close friends have killed themselves in the last fucking week and a half, and it's, there's been suicides here. Not well. How do I even do this? Yeah, you know, exactly. Like, what do I do as a dad? I just, do I just wanted... lock up my daughter in the closet, and, and then she like escapes uh, out the window, like that <laughs> happens. And then she like gets drunk and comes back, and and then he like busts into the the bar that they're all getting wasted, and he's like, "Are you drunk?" And she's like, "Yes." And like like just it sounds like yeah. a, a way 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 darker version of the Heather's. <laughs> what like Heather's with? Remember the Heather's? The whole underlying plot of Heather's is... Crazy cool. dark, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but the cool kids want to commit suicide. Yeah. Right? Like, that's the plot of Heather's. Kind of. <laughs> like, yeah, Heather's was a comedy. I, Yo, no, no, no. I'm saying, I'm saying, this yeah. is like, I'm not, I'm not comparing the two films. I'm just saying, it sounds like a way darker, more realistic version of it. Okay. Anyway, hit, hit us. I want I want these movies to be spoiled, John. Let's, like, here it comes. These are the spoilers. So which one do you want to get spoiled? Uh, first? I would like to have the first one spoiled. The num ideal. How 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 does thing how do things go how, badly? How, how for does him? it play out? Okay, yeah. so things go pretty fucking badly. There's for no our, ghost for our young hero. <laughs> like yeah, there's no ghost. It's just it's just like an old war buddy of this guy uh, whose manuscript that he's that he stole recognizes the story and right. comes and st- and starts like trying to get money out of him. Right. He's meanwhile he, this so like the bulk of the story happens three years after the events that I described. Before. Okay. So there's like a time jump and now he is he's famous. He's famous, super famous. Won the Pulitzer, whatever like the, the mm-hmm. France equivalent. Mm-hmm. All of the, all of these like very high accolades. He's struggling. He can't get his second book out. Mm-hmm. He's fucking can't. He's like stuck. Cannot fucking write. His girlfriend is this like super fucking hot, super rich chick who he got only because he he like weaseled his way with this book um and she's like a literary analyst or something like mm-hmm. that and so just everything starts going wrong all at the same time he ends up um oh yeah and then and then his his girlfriend so they're all staying at his girlfriend's manor mm-hmm. which is i think in south of france so it's like super beautiful right fucking manor type of situation and um where are we going he has everything and everything falls apart he has everything and everything falls apart does he die uh no but he fakes his own death Okay, is that how he gets out? That's how he gets out. He fakes his own death to get out of the shame of of like everything being revealed. Just like Robert Jordan. Yeah, except he doesn't. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, actually <laughs> pulls it off. <laughs> but like, how, what, what else do I say? I really like, like. I mean, I, I understand that we have spoiled this film and that there is. He escapes. I feel like he really needs to die. Like I haven't seen this movie, but yeah. he should fucking die. Well, in a sense, that's kind of the twist. Like he fucks up everything. Accidentally mm-hmm. kills somebody at the at the at the like his girlfriend's place, who was like a childhood friend of the girlfriend. Like yeah. he knocks up the girlfriend, and then like while all of this is going on, she reveals that she's pregnant, and he's like <laughs> fucking it all up. Like just everything is going to shit, and then. Um, and then also with the guy blackmailing him yeah. to try and get like he has no money. The guy the guy is blackmailing him, being like, "Listen, you need to get me fifty thousand euros, or mm-hmm. I'm going to tell everybody what the story is. I'm yeah. going to go tell the cops." And it just whatever. Hmm. There's not really much else to say about this. Totally go see it. It was fun. Now spoil Bridget. Well, she dies. No, Aww. she tries to kill herself, and um, uh, she gets picked up by her dad in time. Yeah, and um, it just kind of ends like. They're gonna keep trying to live in that town because that's what they're. Gonna, that's, that's what their job. That's is. where their job but, uh, is. So, so is that the? Is uh, you say it's heavily alluded to that it's a culty thing? Yes. So, as we were walking out of this, Sophie was was saying like, I, you know, I, I just don't understand why. Like, what? 
they never explained at the end that it was a cult, you know, right. they just like alluded to it. They never, they never said exactly what was going on in the teenagers minds that the teenagers had these like weird rituals where after somebody would die, like imagine you killed yourself. Okay. And then I'm all there. of, all of us got together after your funeral, we went back to the place where your body was found. And then we start just like screaming Keith out of, mm -hmm. out of like, I don't know whether it's like, sadness or frustration or rage but like or respect even or respect even like in this way uh, this like sending off the spirit of Keith or whatever that yeah, like yeah. happens two or three times where the, the the kids are all like screaming out their friends names in this weird it's like kind of ritualized kind of not like you just don't know right, and that's what, what you do that's what Sophie was saying though she was just like I just don't know it just doesn't make sense and I think that was kind of the point was that they're not gonna gonna do the like documentary style where they interview actual people and they're not gonna yeah, do yeah. whatever right but that 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 like I don't understand, and this was so sad. And what the fuck, you know? Like why? Why yeah. would you do this? And and that was the point I think of the film. And yeah. so in that in that regard, it was very successful. Mm -hmm. I really liked it. I thought it was intense and dark and um, told a very sad story. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. And and oh yeah, music. So there was um there was a point or two in Bridge End where th this like pulsing electronic kind of music came in. Mm -hmm didn't really like in an intense moment in the film but it, it felt so weirdly jarring and out of place okay it kind of like made you uncomfortable i thought it was ex excellently used okay yeah that's cool about, that's about all i have to say about that thumbs up for music thumbs up for both of these films bridge end and um, ideal i am excited yep so you're gonna be seeing movies i guess for the whole entire time this is probably gonna be my last episode of really nine to five ghost of fantasia i'm gonna miss you buddy i know it's gonna be you and maybe sophie and maybe some other special guests if you convince people to come back to oh, your yeah. house i'm sure we're gonna get special <laughs> guests also kind of cool is they're showing manos the hands of fate on saturday i night. know i dude uh, i'm gonna go in costume I, I do it you have a manos <laughs> costume. I have a manos costume how many people the time in is the now world? This is my night. People are going to ask you for pictures. You're I know, gonna, dude. And you could photobomb pictures as man. I'm going to. <laughs> and I have to find somebody to mascara up my shitty mustache. Or just, just buy a cheap mustache. Oh, like, I could just cheap buy thing, a cheap, just buy a cheap mustache and yeah. just do it. All, All right, right, so, so st if, if this episode gets up before Saturday, look, watch for John. He is the guy who has the manos. Just as man. Come over and say hi. Yeah. Hey guys, it's me again. Uh, just a quick reminder, 9to5.cc is a fan-made, fan-supported website. That means we don't have uh, any sort of an advertising budget. The only way we really have to get our name out there is by our fans uh, sharing us, liking us, and supporting us. So if you enjoy uh, what we're doing, um, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter. We're there. Uh, tell your friends that this podcast is happening, then it's a lot of fun. Uh, also, if you like what we're doing, we do have uh, a podcast for the rest of the year, John and I, uh, called 9to5 Entertainment System that we do with the other founders of the sites, uh, Scott and Sophie. And we also have another podcast that we do uh, through the rest of the year called uh, Go Plug Yourself for Myself and Walter J. Ling. Uh, talk to people that have interesting stuff coming up in Montreal. So uh, once again, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter. We're on both of them. Uh, if you see us at the festival, come say hey and uh, keep listening and keep enjoying the show. We're going to try to keep having episodes pretty much on a daily basis. Uh, Fantasia's been so great so far. So, uh, yeah, I'm done. Here we go. Thanks for listening. 9to5.cc. We're not working. Why should you? Thanks for listening. <laughs>